Welcome to Tree Dog Tuesday, only on the Fueled by Joy Working Dog Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is another Tree Dog Tuesday. We got a good one for you. We are going to answer a listener question. Uh, just one this week. We got a really good one from a regular contributor in Susie Ag. And Susie, email me and let me know if I'm saying your name right. Ag, I believe that's what it is. Uh, we're going to touch on that, and we are going to visit with Mr. John Strickland. We're going to talk about Betty White and the folks behind their win. This weekend, it's Pro Sport Side-by-Side Hunt. Another great big win for John Strickland. Congratulations to him, and we're going to visit with John about that win, about that dog, and other things. So uh, stay tuned. we got a good one coming. So let's take a quick minute to talk about Joy Dog Food. Now, I'm not going to talk about the quality of the product, how it's going to stack up just as good, if not better, than what you're feeding now. I'm not going to talk about all the things we do for dog sports and working dogs in general. Uh, I'm not going to talk about all the winners that are using Joy Dog Food, all the world champions and trucks and all that stuff that have won, been won on Joy Dog Food. I'm not even going to bring it up. What I want to talk about is how to get it. Uh, you want Joy Dog Food, go into your locally independent-owned store it could be a hardware store a feed store a farm and home heck we've even sold feed out of a barber shop before if they've got a storefront we've got a distributor that can probably get them some dog food for you we like to do business at the same place that you grew up in that same little feed store that you bought your first pocket knife in and listened to your first hunting stories in those are the places that we like doing business so go into that place give them your business Give them our info. Go to joydogfood.com. Our office number's on there. There's a contact us page. Depending on what region they're in, they will get in touch. They will get that dealer in touch with one of the sales reps who will get them some dog food. So that's who we want to do business with. That's how we want to sell dog food. We want to do it with American small business, with an American product. And we've been doing it since 1945 with no recalls. So go to joydogfood.com, go into that store, and let us help you get fueled by joy. All right, let's tackle one listener question. I really want to get to this one because it is a good one. Uh, Like I said, Susie Agee, Aggie, one or the other, Susie, email me, let me know. Uh, in your opinion, do you think training pins are helpful for starting competition hounds, or do they cause too many bad habits in their progression? Um, my answer is yes and yes. <laughs> so, I'm not against training pins. Uh, I think they are a helpful tool in the progression of a hound. Uh, my brother has one that's around six or seven acres a uh, small pen, and I've turned pups loose in that before, but they can also be very detrimental to raising a hound that is supposed to do what I want it to do. Um, and by that, you're gonna you are gonna create some bad habits. 
uh, the 30 days in a pen. And I'm not trying to knock somebody that has training pens. They may, I know there's a lot of pens out there and some of these guys may really focus and do what you want. And they may be some way better putt men than I am. But in my experience, uh, most of the training pens are, you know, you just turn it loose in a pen that's got coons in it and the dog can't get out of for a few days. And, you know, sometimes up to a month, sometimes two months, sometimes whatever. And there's multiple multiple dogs in the pen. Uh, they're well taken care of. They're running around. It's it's Some of it's very good. But I'm not a big fan of doing that long with a puppy where I don't have my eyes on it. And I'm not with it every day. And I'm not doing something with the dog. Um, now, if you're wanting... A dog to just run and tree coons eventually and be a good meat hound or something like that and they're probably just fine but for me you're getting a dog that's that's going to socialize in a pack in those uh, i'm not for that uh you're getting a dog that if it's a little standoffish when it goes in that pen it's going to be even worse when you get it out um dogs can get treed and you you can't get to them or you don't hear them um uh, Fights can start at trees, things like that when they're young. I think it, it's going to create too many bad habits to do it long term. Now, to go out to a training pen, turn that puppy loose in 20, 30 acres, and sit there and listen, good idea. Let it let it do what it wants. Let it learn how to cross creeks and, and be in the woods and do all that stuff, be around some game, maybe strike it on its own. Um, that's good. But most of those pins are not big enough to hold the pup I want to hold anyway. Um, at six, seven months old, I expect 40 acres. If I turn a pup on 40 acres, I expect it to hunt harder than that. I want it to hunt harder than that. I'm looking for it to hunt harder than that. And so I'm not a fan for the most part. I'm a fan of using them as a training tool as the dog progresses in limited quantities maybe. Um, you know, a couple days in a training pen, if you're close, probably not a bad idea, but to do what I want to do with the dog, um, I'm not. And like I said, I'm not knocking anybody with training pens. They may know more about it than I do, but the pups that I've seen come out of long-term training pens usually have some habits that are either very hard to reverse or impossible. Uh, some habits that I'm not fond of that some people may not bother them a bit. And so, yeah, it's going to go back to what you want out of the dog. What do you expect out of the dog? What are your plans for the dog and all that stuff? So that's my thoughts. Uh, we're going to be right back with Mr. John Strickland. Uh, even even Suzanne, he's in the truck with Suzanne during all this. It sounds like they're on a boat or something. I don't know what they're doing, but it was noisy. But uh, still hear it pretty clear. John's always a good guest. I appreciate him. Even though he thinks I have a dry sense of humor, I do like visiting with him. Uh, very knowledgeable dog man. Uh, he's been on a really good streak here this last couple of years with multiple dogs. And that that's one of the reasons that that uh, you got to give John his due credit. Because uh, he does put the hours in, puts the work in. And he's good with multiple dogs and he's a good dog scout. He will, he will talk about Betty, about how he may have missed on her early. And uh, she came around and now she's in the winter circle and they're doing well so congratulations to, to all them guys and betty white and uh thanks to john for for being on here with me
always a pleasure. So stay tuned. We got John Strickland coming up. They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That may or may not be true, but you can fuel them with joy when you feed them Joy Maintenance Plus. Formulated for the nutrition needs of older and obese dogs with top shelf, 100% American ingredients. Our Maintenance Plus is formulated with omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, glucosamine, chondroitin, zinc, and vitamin E to give your dog a shinier coat, healthier joints, and a stronger immune system. Fuel your dog with confidence when you are fueling them with joy, knowing that we have never had a single recall. Call 800-245-4125 or visit joydogfood.com to find a dealer near you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with none other than John Strickland, like I mentioned before. John, appreciate you joining me, buddy. Good, buddy. Glad to, glad to be able to do it. Every time we do these, that means I had a pretty good weekend. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited. That's right. Tell me about your weekend with old uh, Betty White. I know some people call her Barking Betty. Some people call her Betty White. What do you call her? I think uh, I think Maynard nicknamed her Barking Betty, you know, and <laughs> – Every time he calls his dog that, he calls her Barking Betty. Barking Betty this, Barking Betty that. And I'm yeah. like, man, you ain't got to give all the competition away to let, you know, up front to know that, that she barks. That's kind of a <laughs> giveaway, you know. But now I think the, the word's out on me. I don't believe uh, it's going to matter, uh, you know, if she if she's uh, known as Barking Betty or Nocturnal Betty White or whatever. Yeah. How's Betty bred? Do you even know? Dude. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you never know I, what your dogs are bred like. <laughs> I, I don't, man. I don't care. I don't care yeah. about that stuff. I just, you know, it's like a, it's like a, a, a race car. If you got a fast race car, I don't care if it's a Ford or a Toyota. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's right. I don't. I don't know. Uh, she. I, I will tell you this. It's nothing. It's a nothing. Um, yeah. I'll tell you that. Uh, the dog is. Uh, She's just off of a, a male dog that, that's up in Tennessee or, or somewhere that's just, just a dog tied out back yep. kind of deal, you know. And now her, the mother of her is direct off uh, Nikki Hale's old smart off ice dog. And yep. I would say that's probably where the probably where the barking comes from. Yeah, you know? I'm guessing that's probably uh, right. I don't know what's on the top side, but I guarantee you there's some barking there on the bottom side with off. Yeah, I was trying to find... Uh, Jordan Mullen sent me a picture of her papers. Yeah. Uh, one time, you know, and and I was gonna try to find that, and I could tell you. Uh, let me see. But anyway, she just nothing. Uh, just just a dog, yeah. honestly. You know, well, that, that that just a dog won you a new side by side, which is good time. And you get your other one sold. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I sold it in like thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, they they sell. You know, I normally go through. Which my side by sides are only for hunting. You know, I don't right. I don't drive on rides, and I, but I put about eight thousand miles a year on a side by side hunting. Now yeah. you gotta understand, as you know, I leave my house. I don't drive a truck to hunt unless I'm going to a hunt. Yeah. So, you know, I drive my truck and or my side by side, and it's set up for hunting. The kids don't really get in it, and you know, Susanna borrowed every now and then, but she's got her own, so normally she stays out of it too. Yeah, uh, Suzanne got tired so of I, doing her garden work out of your side by side, didn't she? 
Well, I'd take her stuff and throw out. She had a weed eater and her string, and I'd throw it out the next day. She'd be mad as fire. Hey, you threw my stuff out the side of the At one time, I thought it'd be smart because these things ain't cheap. Yeah. They're 30, 35,000, you know. And, yeah. And uh, at one time, I thought it'd be smart me and her just to share one, but I, she didn't like that. So I'm, <laughs> I'm back on my own, and she's back on her own. But yesterday, so I, I sold hers yesterday. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for her another, anyway. Yeah. Another story. What, but, uh, but Betty, uh, you know, Paige has been off the puppies and she's looking just absolutely great again. And, uh, I've got her looking good, but she's not, not quite there, you yeah. know, and, and, uh, Betty has just looked flawless ever since about a month before the nationals, yeah. you know, um, she's just looked flawless and, and, I forget to count Jordan and us got it, but it's way up there in the amount of coons she's had. And I've just been over the moon about how she's been looking. But, but you know, I love Paige to death. And I thought, man, which one do I take? And then I, I said, well, I'm going to take Paige and her, and I'm going to hunt her early, early and then Paige late regardless of what happens. And, yeah. and at the last minute, I said, you know, I did that with Paige and Lady for a couple months. It didn't work because my brain wasn't in it. And right. I said, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to take page and betty betty's been at my house so i went out there to get her and i said you know you got one that's like 85 percent ready and you got one that's 105 percent ready how stupid can you be taking the one ready at 85 so i i just loaded her at the last minute put her in there and went down the road jordan and jacob had no idea they thought i was gonna hunt, hunt betty or page you know and i called him on the way i'm like hey looks like i'm gonna hunt old betty this weekend so i'm gonna I really believe in that country and a little bit of luck. We can bring back a new side by side. So yeah, I it know. worked out. Worked out. It's gotta, uh, you got to take your, cause you get attached to a certain dog that you want to win with, but then you have another dog that you're going to win with and you got to make sure that you pick the right one going out there. <laughs> and that can be tough. Yeah. You know, and, and I find that that's why I only try to keep one dog at my house because if I do just keep one dog all the time at my house, it it don't require very much brain work which dog to take. You know? yeah, but, yeah. but if I got to it, it bugs me. I think about it, start analyzing and overthink it, and, and then I, you know, take the wrong one. And oh man, I wish I had that one with me. Or if I take two, then I'm like, well, if I don't win this round, I'm gonna hunt that one late. But this yeah. one looked good this round, so you know, it's it just kind of bugs me. Yeah, I don't like taking two dogs to any event. I know sometimes you got to a week-long event like the World Hunt, you know, you could have an injury or something like that, but something that's only going to be a couple of days, I'm not a big fan of packing two dogs anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It, uh, it, it's tough. you got to take care of them. Yeah. don't want to leave them, but you got to mark it in the box. Yeah. So but, how, uh, how'd, the cast, yeah. how'd the cast go out there with Betty? We had a... We had, three really good casts you know uh so i drew the, i got in early um i drew um oh uh, lee varner and in the last three times i've drew the last three hunts i've been to i drew lee and that, i don't care hunt page or lady they've looked dumb as a worm with him around i'm just like yeah. man i can't catch a break with lee this this stuff you do something about it so i had lee and a you know daniel donahue old boy right here 20 minutes from me with that crazy female and I had uh, Joey uh, 
favor with uh, yep. the tank dog. Yep. And uh, I said, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm guiding. Uh, I've got a good place to guide to, which if you see me guiding, normally it's a good place. I'm not guiding if it ain't real, you know. Yep. I'm not one of them guys that like to guide, but I don't want to go to a bad place. So right. it seems like I always seem to come up with a spot. And, but I'd never hunted there. Uh, but I knew it was it was corn, and I knew it's it, anytime this time of year you got a creek with water and you got corn, you got coon. Yep. And uh, I don't understand what all these guys can't figure out about that corn yeah. and creek this time of year equals coons. You know, yep. it had a it had a big corn uh, acreage and it had a beautiful creek, and I said, well, I'll treat coons. And anyway, we we got in there and and uh, I had first and first on a coon right out the truck, and it's like 950 just did a awesome job you know and and uh had a coon and plus me up to a quarter and and joey was treated the, the crazy dog back me and joey was treated back behind us and uh i cut mine back loose and joey just his dog looked great had yeah. a coon 50 and 100 and a quarter so uh betty in the meantime we get to joey she's treat her gracious little father down left-handed and they're on a Holler broke off snag leaning out over a bunch of stuff with a big root wad under the creek bank and I mean it was it was ugly. There there's ten places a coon could have be yeah. could be, honestly, but was there a coon there? I think he went on out and up the bank and gone myself, you know. I wouldn't have booked one for it and he darn sure couldn't minus it, but right. but I don't think they had anything. But Joey had a coon, he flipped his back loose and his little old dog did a great job. Just flew through there and treated treated another coon. And came back loose, and, and we walked back over to a to a bean field, and the crazy female come tree, and he trees her. When we get through there, she had a she had a circle slick. It was a good tree, but it wasn't nothing. Yeah. Well, we got like four minutes and thirty seconds in this cast, and and Betty's eight hundred behind us to the east, and Joey's is like nine fifty to the west, and Joey's just comes tree. I said, well. You know this this is not good and then 20 seconds later mine comes tree oh joy trees and i'm like you got me and he says yeah it's a tree me so if joy's got a coon he beats me you know but if he's got a circle then all i gotta have is a all i gotta have is a, a circle to, right. to win you know and uh no I, if i i gotta have a coon i'm sorry i gotta have a coon to win so uh Joey is hunting a really, really, really nice pup, um, young dog. I, I'm blown away at how good that dog moved and looked. Yeah. And I said I wouldn't hunt male dogs again, but I can tell you one thing. I, that's one I would probably, if I was looking for a dog, I'd be over there scratching around. But anyway, so we walked up. We got 500 yards from him. We could perfect walking on up. Get in the road. I said, hey, let's stop and listen. And uh, he wanted to go to his first even though mine was closer, which I get it, I understand. So we got a hundred yard, hundred, we stopped and I said, Joey, how far is he? He said, 105, I don't understand, man. This dog does not shut up. I put the two on him and then the two caught him. And uh, I didn't go into the tree. Joey said he had a coon 15 foot above his head. And I don't know why he shut up. Joey was, Joey was upset, you know. He, yeah. He, I think he's been right there on a bunch of casts with that little dog and he just, something stupid's happened. And, you know, just the brakes ain't got his way. The, the bad brakes have got him, not the good brakes. And 
he was he was tore up but i mean i don't know what happened the dog shut up for two minutes and yeah. nine seconds and i didn't walk into the tree i didn't walk that extra hundred and then all i had to have was a circle tree uh, but I actually had a I had a coon the other way, so that got me in. Yeah, we've all been on um, them stretches like Joey's been, and it is so frustrating. Yeah, especially when I your mean, dog's right. Really, yeah, I felt really bad from him for him. The truth be known, his dog treat three coons, and yeah. and mine treat two. You know, yeah. uh, Joey thought only one, which the tree mine was treated on a cherry tree, run into a little old, uh, maple tree, and in the coon there was great area which it didn't matter mine was circled without the maple tree with the coon in it but right. i mean anything could have crossed over it's eight or ten limbs run into it yeah joey thought she missed it even though you'd had to score it you know and he and he said no it's you got to score it but she treat one mine treat three yeah i don't know if he's trying to get it my uh you know get my um brain thinking or something or, or make my self-esteem go down but yeah, he's it really just trying didn't to matter. make you feel bad I had CW and he didn't, but I felt bad for him. Yeah. You know? But that then, got um, that got you into to uh, Saturday night. How'd the early round go Saturday night? Well, I drew uh, I drew Maynard and uh, two young boys. You know, being Maynard, you kind of like. I mean, we're very very close. Yeah. You know? We had very few days go to we don't talk on the phone and and again Maynard he's. You know, he hunts for a guy, and a guy pays the bills, and that guy wants Maynard to, to perform. Yeah. And, you know, there's pressure on them guys to win. And, yep. And, and when they when they get these losing streaks or they get right there and can't make things happen, you know, they get down and they're your buddies, and you don't want to see that. So I really just pulverize him, you know what I mean? Yeah. But naturally, I ain't going to give it to him either, you know, so... <laughs> I say you we didn't feel you didn't and, feel bad enough to withdraw. Don't sound like. <laughs> no, I didn't feel that bad. But anyway, we turned loose and strike me, strike me for a hundred, and uh, they messed around. These other dogs messed around right there in front of us about three hundred. Mine just bombed in there at about point five oh point five eight. Wham! Come treat, judge, you got me. Yeah, treat me. Uh, we walked by these others and they've got treat. Went on in there and she had the meat. Yeah. Me two and a quarter right out the truck did a great job. Um, and then uh, we went back to them, and they had a they had a circle circle tree. Uh, and then all the dogs kind of just messed around right there, man. They just kind of got right there, gomming and banging and messing around, you know, and really doing nothing. And and then uh, mine come treating. I I really didn't have my math right. I had my little sheet. I wasn't paying attention, and I'm like, well, we got over, you know, we didn't have it like nine minutes in this cast. And uh, mine come treating this other little boy trees, and and uh, I'm like, I know that's me. Yeah. Well, just in a few seconds, there another dog comes in. He treats for 100 and a quarter. And I just wait, and I treat for a quarter like an idiot. I'm struck for 75. I treat for a quarter just to protect my strike because take right. this time nobody can beat me in my mind, you know. And uh, hell, Maynard's hadn't really gone anywhere, and so I wouldn't worry about it. But we get in there and. They missed this coon by three trees, but they got a great big tree, but there's a coon three trees down, and and uh, I'm looking at my watch, and there's no time, like four minutes, and I walk out in the field, next thing I know, Maynard is tree through here. Oh, boy. Now, he struck for 100, Yeah. and uh, I get mad, and I look at my book, and I'm like, you know what? Now, I get off the chain, you know? 
and I get to look at my book, and I'm like, man, if he's got a coon, we are dead lock tied because we both had that circle tree and had the same points on them, and then we had a coon apiece. Right. A first at first, and I said, we're going to be in sudden death. In all the years I've coon hunted, I've never been in a sudden death. No, I haven't either. And Maynard said, Maynard said, you know what, Strickland, I ain't never been in sudden death. I said, I ain't neither. <laughs> so uh, we get in there, and I thermal it time i get there and it it looks blank me and and there's one little old limb runs out to the right you can't see step over to the right a little bit and there he is I said, well, here he is now i'm off the chain and i'm restruck by quarter in there beating and uh maynard just you know greg's always cut up joking but he just looked beat at that yeah. point I, I mean he just looked like he knew you know we're in sudden death and first dog to draw a minus loses or the first dog to make even as little as a circle tree wins yep. and i had about a five or six minute head start with my dog off the chain you know and he really expected us to pull off this tree and me tree walking there and be circle or, or plus and be done and but uh we pull off and mine's a mile i mean she's a mile she's, yeah. she's running in a beat field and uh we can hear so we cut him off and he gets struck beautiful corn behind us and we walk up on the hill and and uh i just know any minute his is running i mean flying i'm just any minute he's gonna come treat you know and and beat me and the first person to get treated is gonna win this thing yep. i said casey you got me and he said yeah i can hear you good i said well i, I just made sure and greg said i can hear fine and about the time i greg said i can hear fine she just loaded up on about the fourth fourth locate good locate i just book her yep. you know i said hell it is what it is and Anyway, we'll walk in there, and she's got another coon and a big, huge, huge yeah. fallen tree. Hey, at least you and, won uh, with a coon so, and not waiting for Greg to take minus or making a little piddly circle tree or something like that. Right, right. Yeah. So she looked, she looked good. She did a, she did a good job. Yeah. Uh, what about the finals? I never did. I was gonna watch it live, and then I got busy watching the UFC fight, and then I fell asleep and never did, <laughs> never did get a, get to the, the finals. How'd it go? Well, the little Donna dog. You know that that we've been hunting randy and me and yep. songs uh that we got she was you just hunt her and she won two so i had two in the final four yep and i like that and that little dog she'd had some lime and erlichia and whatnot we got her healthy and when i pleasure hunted her she was sick 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 yeah and had been inventing coons i'm talking about just treating coons at betty and Paige and hobo didn't even know it existed just yep. unbelievable but she was sick and you know we we hadn't been able to work on her about much and really hadn't hunted her that much she just and i told judas i said man and he told me bring Paige, and i said no we're gonna, gonna ride out with donna you're there and you've been hunting her and you know we're gonna we're gonna hang in there with her and and she looked really good and so we turned loose and you know betty barking betty's supposed to have a hundred you know yeah and uh beaver just opened i tried to put her in the woods they cut that edge field she swings out goes down through there and fever opens right here to left-handed on a real track he strikes for 100 i can two seconds yeah and i walk over to casey he's judging to get close to him so he can hear me i'm fixing to strike by the time i get ready to strike weed strikes i'm like that's all betty he goes that's two dogs that's two dogs <laughs> i'm like that's all betty betty struck and you know we jump it up down like dude i'm telling you casey said y'all stop it you know we hit each other all the time anyway y'all stop <laughs> yeah. it he says uh he says i'm listening and mal there is another dog barking he goes well i hear i hear another dog I said yeah but that ain't the dog he struck you know yeah. and uh 
anyway, hey, he, I got a 50 strike when I'm barking. I'm supposed to be hunting a hundred dog, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so so Dinah gets a quarter, and these dogs are barking in a two-acre bean field, round and round and round, and Dinah just uncorks left-handed, just guts us, son. And, and Betty, now they side-by-side to pin together, and they buddies the way yeah. she flies over like an idiot and covers. So I get 50 and 50, and Dinah's got a quarter and a hundred and a quarter, and walking, and she's got a coon. We walk and cut, and Dinah ends up going back to the tree twice and getting scratched, just yeah. as quick as you could turn her like she's on a string. And so now... She's now like you now you got a now you got a hundred point lead on the two dogs still left. Yeah, but when Judas goes to the truck, she was in this back corner, and Judas goes to the truck. When he does, he kind of flushes her out, not meaning to, but you know he walks to the truck. She she's going somebody coming in to whoop her for being in them beans, and she yeah. took off. She hit the daggone road, and I watched her on the Garmin, and at one point three, I lost her <laughs> running down the road. It was a gravel little yeah. lane. It wasn't really a road. And I'm like, well, I'm done. And now Dustin's treed the opposite direction. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's got 75, 100. Corey's going to have 200. Yeah. Fever's mopping in a two-acre bean field. He did it all night. He never left. Yeah. They, that's why they were on the internet. They were saying he was chasing turtles. But so Anthony was kind of out of it. Well, yeah. then we get the weed. He's got a coon. And there was a big, tall bluff. He was treed kind of kind of on the top of it and uh tall bluff and i get to look at my map look at this bluff and i said to myself if i can get to the top of that bluff without anybody stopping me if i can drag these this cast up there i believe i can hear a dog 10 miles yeah you know what i mean i believe i could and i don't know why we didn't jump up and down he normally would say hey we got to go this way our dogs are this way you know and but he did he followed me to the top of this bluff and, and when we got to the top of this bluff, he they recut, you know, and his restruck. We got top of this bluff. My Garmin picked up. It said 1.01, but she was headed like at an angle down the edge of a, a bean field. But it was at an angle kind of angling back towards us. Yeah. And I'm like, buddy, they fixing to give me a side-by-side because I'm going to be able to hear her up here. Right. And, uh. I told Casey to come up here. And you got her, yeah. Okay, I struck. And uh, well, no, I was already struck. I'm sorry. I said he said she treated. I said no, but she's fixing to get treated. And I just want you to know exactly where she's at because when we get off this bluff down the other side, she's gonna be real, real hard to hear. You know. Yeah. So we get up there and we can hear her and she comes treating. Everybody, no doubt. Wham tree me so we head that way well now we don't want to go that way he wants to you know, he don't want to he don't want to hear her. Yeah. and i get it so he stops us like 300 yards he stops us at like 300 yards down there and wants to hear her. and you hear her. he says i can't hear it all but everybody else can hear her. well let me back up he said can't nobody hear her. casey <laughs> could hear her good and i could hear her perfect but i'm tuned into her too yep. you know so, I, well, then we walk another 200 yards, 300 yards. He wants to stop again. And by this time, I'm like, time we stop. Casey, you got her? He said, yeah. And we's like, I ain't heard her yet. I no dog. Y'all crazy. Ain't no dog. I said, listen, bud, you ain't got to hear 
the judge has got to hear it. Do you yeah. hear it? She said, I got her. I said, let's go. So we go to walking again. Now we get, and we're getting it. And this is up and down hills, up and down hills. And finally, we get this flat bean field for 580 from her. Well, now I know there's going to be no, but, and I didn't realize at, at certain times you could hear it. And sometimes she sounded louder, you know? Yeah. And I didn't know what was going on there. I honestly thought she might be in a brush pile, honestly. Yeah. But she was treated too hard to be in a brush pile. So, uh, but and she's a heck of a tree dog. So we get in there and we stop. And we wants to stop again. And we stop. And uh, she comes back on the side that you hear loud. And just wah, 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 wah. You know, comes treat again, locates and comes treat again. She'd been chewing a little bit which she don't normally do and uh oh he has come apart that ain't the dog would that dog just come treat i said we i'll show you my garment that dog ain't been nowhere in 40 minutes we've heard her every time yeah she shut up and now she's just she was chewing she's relocating she's treating again she <laughs> don't tell me to shut up i'm like i didn't tell you to shut up i told you the dog shut up in case she's like now you gotta understand he was at my house for a week last week you know we're buddies yep. you know what i mean we are buddies so it ain't like, you know. I no, that's the way it's that's the way it's supposed to be. And I know people get wound up, you know, watching it or whatever. Yeah. But that that's what makes it fun is them rivalries or them little handler moves and yeah. all that stuff. You know, that's that's part of the game, and that's one of the reasons that it's fun to watch. So so basically, I put it in my mind. So Casey Gowdy said, "Yes, yeah, so I ain't stopping with get this dog again." Now I'm big say he's delaying the gas. Don't stop me four times. Yeah. You know, and, so we walk, she's hammered down all the way through there. When I get there, I realize she's on a an oak tree that's right on the edge of a ditch, about a three-foot deep ditch, yep. maybe two and a half foot deep. And over this ditch is stuff that vines and, and roots and, and uh, sticker briars. So when she's on the top side, you could hear her good, but when she got on the bottom side, you couldn't hardly hear her as good. Yep. And she was chewing them vines at the same time, trying to get her out the way of them briars. And, and that's why I did the off and on, but yeah. you know, she did what she's supposed to do and had a coon and, and, uh, we say hey, congratulations that theirs was still running a bean field. Yeah. When I pulled off that tree, it was a minute and 32 seconds left. And by the time I got it to where he was at, the clock went off. So I didn't have to cut back loose. Yeah. The first person to congratulate me was weed. So, oh, yeah. you know, here we are fighting and arguing, but he's the first one to congratulate you. Yep. So, that's the way it's supposed that, to be. That's how it is, I guess. What about the what about the new rules? That's the first big hunt under the new rules. How'd you like them? I love them. Yeah. I mean, I I love them. I, I think the dog that goes back to a tree should get penalized. Yep. You know, um, um, I think that the the one twenty five is a lot better because of the barking dog. Yeah. I mean that, and people say, well, that's just going to give the barking dog going to have a hundred strike now, one hundred twenty five. Yes, you're right. But if that barking dog makes a den tree, it's a heck of a lot harder for him to catch up. Yeah. You know. Well, you've always, even with the dogs that bark a lot, and we've all hunted them, we've all not hunted them. Uh, you still just got to treat one more coon than they do. Yeah, but sometimes that's easier said. Yeah, I know, but uh, I mean, if but if I can't treat one more coon than everything that I've got with me, should I deserve to win anyway? Yeah, you're right. You're right on that aspect. But there's some really good everybody's got a good dog these yeah days, that's the thing is it's hard know, to, some, it's hard to get one to compete at that level but when you do it's a good one yeah there's some really good dogs out yep. there buddy and, and i mean there, there really is especially the level that we're trying to compete at man yep. it's, 
it's what, like one little error, one little mistake on you or the dog's part. You can go to the truck. I mean, yep. it's crazy. What about the uh, wife appreciation hunt? I seen they canceled that, and that looks like it was from people not paying their entry fees. It looked like. That that's what I understand. Yeah. You know, um, but something's got to be done about that yeah that's that's what i was going to ask you yeah i say what do you think we ought to do about that because it looks to me like half the entry within a week of ordering it or booking it is not out of the realm of possibility i mean that would be my solution i I say you got 10 days to pay half yeah and then and then uh you got 10 or 15 days before the hunt to pay the rest yep uh, that way it gives them 10 or 15 days to pay somebody that don't um you know and i and i think the money that uh like if somebody don't take an entry then they forfeit their their half you know of the entry yep. and i think that money ought to be put on their account that, that they use it uh at a different hunt that they only get back 50 percent of that right yeah no that i think sense. that's so they're penalized 50 percent versus taking it all they're penalized 50 percent and they can only use it in another event. They yeah. can't get their money back. Do so you, that, that's. Do you think the side-by-side hunt hurt the wife appreciation hunt? Oh, absolutely yeah, not. I've, not no. The, the, the side-by-hunt, hunt, the side by, I'll tell you what hurt the wife appreciation hunt in my mind was the roasting air classic we just had. Yeah. Uh, normally this time of year, because in roasters we treat a bunch of coons. Yeah. And nobody we treat nine one round on my cast but other than my cast nobody treated any good yeah it's horrible yeah and uh i think that hurt it i do think that hurt it nobody wants to go back to you know um this little bit of rolling stuff we got yeah. you know it ain't mountain by any means but it, it is rolling it's rougher to like to hunt yeah and uh nobody want to go back that, that soon i think that hurt it um but side by side hunt I, I told greg i said you know uh, and I'm used to, I'm one that goes to the more expensive hunts, but, but I'm going to tell you something, buddy. It felt good to have a $650 entry fee for a change and can win yep. $18,000. I mean, you yep. take side by side the trailer, you're talking about eighteen grand. And I mean, and, you know, I don't little bark bulk on a $6,500 entry, but, but man, that $650 felt good. You yeah. know, I had three dogs there, and, and it was like, man, this is nice. I told Greg, I said, we need to. And this was Friday night. I thought we need to have more of these. You get yeah. you get people that you don't never see. All right. They come out and hunt them because it's more affordable. And you and you get younger people. Yeah. We had three or four kids there, like sixteen and under. You know, yeah. that hunted. Like I had two on my cast on, on the early round. I mean, it was it was awesome to have just a bunch of different people. Get not because of these others. We more Duel and John and Michaelis Finley and. Uh, Ingle. I mean, <laughs> that's that's who it is. It yep. seems like you know, yep. big hunts, and I get tired of seeing you guys all the time. Yep. Honestly. Now you you got you're gonna draw the same guys at every pro sport truck series. It seems like. Buddy, they're hard. I mean, you. So you take over. You, what happened last week? You kind of mad at so and so, and you draw them again, and it festers, and you draw them again, and for long. Yeah. I'm mad at Judas and he hunts for me. You know what I mean? Full <laughs> yeah. on. I'm like, got build up anguish in him, you know? Yep. Uh, I mean, me and we, talking about me and we, that hunt, we, that was great. We, we did, I mean, it wasn't mad, but I, at the truck hunt, I spectated the Judas hunt lady. I just spectated. Yeah. 
and, and <laughs> me and we get into it like nasty. I mean, bad. It's nasty as I've ever been to anybody on a cast. And me and him was, I mean, Maynard's like, hey, shoot this, y'all, y'all need to get them because they, they was scared we was going to fight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just a spectator. And yeah. I, I got home the next day and I felt horrible, dude. I'm like, man, that is no way to be. And I, I let our buddy, but because when you're buddies, you always jabbing at each other anyway, you know, yeah. and on the phone different times. And it might be about your yard dog, might be, yeah. might be coon hunting, or you got a junky lawnmower, just something stupid. It's like, man, he said my lawnmower is junk. I'm going to get him next time, you know, but. Anyway, it it just it just when you get more people involved, it's a better range and different personalities. It's just better for everybody. Better I for agree. the team. I agree. I think variety is the spice of life when it comes to the entry fees. Yep, that's exactly right. I yeah. I just think uh, you know that 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 is a great hunt with an affordable yeah. entry fee, and I believe every one you have you can fill up. And I don't think you just got to do a side by side. I think you can make like. 10,000 for first and yeah. 75 or second five and three you know take that money and break it up and, and i think there's i think there's an appeal to win in a, a side-by-side or a four-wheeler or something like that you know that a lot of people might get an entry as opposed to just getting cash. even though 99 percent of us are just going to sell it you know there's something about something about winning with four something with four wheels that that appeals to folks Suzanne took mine. I, I got home within 30 minutes. I didn't have it no more. She just took it. Yep. Well, you done sold hers. And, it, and then she, well, she sold hers and that one. She done sold both of them. They're gone. <laughs> I didn't sell either of them. He sold them. <laughs> there's there's Suzanne. I knew you. There you go. I'm glad we finally got to hear of someone with some intelligence on this podcast. <laughs> He said, I'm sorry, they already picked it up. Sign the back of the title. I'm like, uh, yeah. hey, on Facebook a while ago, Maynard put on there, and I have my lucky shirt off. Well, she, this woman is like anal. I mean, you can't wear shoes in the house. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> well, that's good. It's really nuts. That's it's bad really when you're living with an old sloppy coon hunter. When I come in from hunting, I can literally, when I throw my clothes in the washing machine that morning, well, I can wear the same clothes and go back hunting that night because yeah. they're clean and old and hung up or whatever, you know. So we took that picture for Jordan Jacob. I put the shirt on. I guess I had Friday. I didn't think about it. It's already washed. I put it right back on and made, made some crack about it being my lucky shirt on Facebook. <laughs> well, and make sure Suzanne keeps it. Hunter, yeah, make sure you keep it hey, pressed he, and washed. Yeah, me being a dumb coon hunter, I want to pop off and say, she don't wash my clothes anymore, so I get a respond well i guess this means i don't have to do your laundry no i'm like no 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 maynard hacked my phone i didn't do that exactly. i said that's my cue to not have to yeah. wash your clothes hey uh, that's what we all that's what we think. always say when we post something stupid is someone hacked our phone that's exactly right that's exactly right but, uh, that's right. but no uh i i you know um josh i that was kind of the hunt, and the dog has been looking outstanding. Um, but I want to, I want to take the time to tell you and everybody how I actually got involved with this dog. Yeah. You know, uh, Jordan Mullins and Jacob Biddyfield found this dog, and I don't think they give it like three hundred or eight hundred or something for it with very little money. And they come hunt with me, and man, they turned this thing. Like she was young. Yeah. They turned this, but she's still young. Heck, she's still a baby. She's still got super states and all that. But they turned this thing loose, and she barked through there and bark around and cover and treat possums and just, ooh, but make your head hurt. And I don't, 
I've never really been one that's known as hunting a marker. I hunt more of a real coon dog, you know. Yeah. And, and and they they want to go hunting because their hunting's kind of awful, and I ride side by side, got better hunting. So they uh they would call me, and half the time I'd try to ignore them. And, and I'm yeah. one of the guys now. I I hunt by myself. I mean, I, I get on that side by side, turn a dog loose, and lay my head against the back of that side by side, close my eyes, and that's my relaxation. And I learn a dog that way. I don't. Yep. I don't really talk and, you know, listen to radios and play Facebook and all that garbage when I'm, when I'm hunting, yep. you know, and I, I just get tuned into one that way. But, you know, Jordan, he's going to talk to a post. If you out there, he's talking, buddy. And yeah. Jacob, he don't talk none. So, yep. Jordan, you know, I'm, so I, I shunned them for a little bit, and, and I love them to death. They're good guys. And, and uh, I'd let them go hunting every other time or so, and the rest of the time I'd shun them or not go until late or, you know. Yep. So, so in, in part of it was like, my God, that Danny thing, she's hard to deal with. I don't want to, she, she hurts my head to hunt with her, you know? And, and I've seen her do some good work on some coons, but never thought that, man, she could be the real deal. Right. You know, she's just okay. So they hunt this thing and, and they take her to Labor Day Classic and they, they get her in one night and she had a big score and they're all proud. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. I'm happy for them, you know? And, and I draw her what are our hunts and and she i think i won the cast with Paige. she looked pretty good but jacob makes a bad call mm-hmm. and so not only i gotta train the dog now i gotta train jacob but he's <laughs> learning quick you see he don't he's got on his little sheet like i got no minus no minus yeah. <laughs> anyway but so uh i didn't really have anything to do with this dog and or nothing and there really didn't want nothing to do with her and when we was at the World Hunt um, in Salem, they called me. They had told me the night before that, that uh, they drew a guy, and she run up. Betty just traded the fire out of Coons early round, I think it was. And, and this guy offered them like 20000 for you know. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you ought to rip their hand off getting that dog, you know, get, getting that money, that seller. And they, man, we got something. We got something. And I'm just look at them like well if you do i i ain't tuned into it yet yeah. you know i just so that morning the next morning i'm about half asleep and they text me where you at it's a motel come to denny's i'm like i ain't hungry we're getting ready to go home we want to talk to you well normally when somebody wants to talk to me you know it, it's some kind of crazy deal and they want yeah. to sell me something for <laughs> twice what it's worth or yeah you know what I mean? It I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of angle, man. And I'm just like, now them boys there, they ain't like that. That's yeah. why if there's a bunch of people, I just said, man, I, I can't. I just, I'll talk to you after this world hunt's over. But them, I'm like, all right. So I get up and I go over there. And these jokers literally had these papers of this dog, Betty, in just my name. Yeah. Now they just offered twenty thousand dollars twelve hours ago for this dog. Somebody did to him, and they he he has gone to Brandy and put this dog in my name. Yeah. Not their name and my name, just my name, John Strickland, Betty White. I'm like, what's this? And they said we giving Betty to you. I'm like, what? We're gonna give her to you. I'm like, man, y'all need to take that twenty grand. They said, well, you know what? We think she's got greatness, and we need somebody to help us. And you got the hunting, and, and you got the, the know, and you know how to do it, and you can take it to a level that 
being Gatorat. Mm-hmm. And we just need you to need you to be a part. And she's your dog. And if if you let us be a part after later on, you let us know, and you can do something different with the papers. <laughs> and I'm like looking at them. And I'm like, hell, I don't even know if I want her for free. I said, but I'll tell you what, boys, I'll tell you what. I said on on Monday, this was this was Saturday, I said when Monday rolls around, you be at my house seven o'clock. And in thirty days we'll determine what we got here. Yeah. And I'll you know, we'll see. So she had two problems. One of them was that she would she would cover when a dog was already treated, and, mm-hmm. and the other was uh, she wasn't independent enough for what I liked. And then the other was that she would tree a coon to miss a coon, tree a coon to miss a coon. And, yeah. and most of them barkers are rattle-headed and they're stupid. And you can't train them to do anything. But yep. anyway, so they showed up seven o'clock on Monday, and the first night we sent old Paige in there, and she got treated. Eddie went there hard as she could. We wore her butt up, sent her, sent her out of there. And uh, we did it three times the first night. And by God, I, I think we hunted 10 or 11 nights in a row that week. Uh, we might have skipped Wednesday and Sunday because yeah. I don't know Wednesday and Sunday. But, but we hunted pretty steady right through there for the next two weeks. And uh, just in like three nights, dude, she wasn't covering no more. Right. I mean, it, that was over with, you know. And I'm like, well, man, she's got some sense. And then... Then she would get like jump up on you in the pen and want you to love on her and I'm like, man, she's got personality too, you yep. know, and and uh and then we I got to wearing her butt out every time she missed one, I'd wolf her fool out of her and and uh every time she treed one I'd shoot it out or love on her and yep. praise her up. It wasn't that didn't take but about three or four whippings at the most and that dude just got where now, man, she ain't gonna hardly make a tree that ain't got a coon in it. I mean, it's very, very odd for her to make a tree and not have a coon. Now, well, I'd say them boys were right getting... when they said they had something special because every barker it, I've been around, you couldn't, you're, you nailed it. You can't teach them nothing. I mean, you, you can, you can, but the hours that you have putting into them, it's just not efficient. Yeah. 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 Well, she, she come a long ways, and I kept her at my house. I, I mean, them boys was having to drive to my house and go hunting, which if I didn't go, a lot of nights they'd go on Wednesdays and Sundays. They'd take my side-by-side and go to my hunt and go, which yeah. I'm like, come get her and go. You know, use my side-by-side. Hunt over here at this farm or that farm. Just, yeah. She needs hunting. Keep going. And and uh, then I'd go later on at night or whatever and kind of split it up. But it wasn't long. Um, I started seeing, you know, what they seen. And uh, I'm like, man, there really is something here. Yeah. They've seen it. Now I'm seeing it. And she just, and I told them, I, they, they told me yesterday what I've told them many times. She just needs birthdays now, you know. Yeah. But, but she uh, she came around real fast, and, and I kept her. And, and then, uh, you know, I helped them boys and, and kind of figure out how exactly we needed to hunt her. And, yeah. and, uh, and they, 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 they did what I said. They didn't balk me. I mean, they said, yeah, no problem. And then and then I I told her, I, I said, hey, I'll hunt her at the Nationals, but I want to keep her. At that time, they was kind of going back and forth. And I said, I want to keep her, you know, like six weeks before the Nationals. I want her just me and her. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have some of that alone time, you know. And 
And I really thought when I went to the nationals that I would be leading the national champion when I, in other words, two weeks before the nationals, I, I didn't tell them and I don't tell people because it normally jinx you, but in my mind, I thought I'd, I'd win the nationals. And, yeah. and to be honest with you, she should be your national champion. I, I, uh, she put a, she put a coon in a den right out the truck for a hundred and a hundred. And, and then Yant had a 75 and a hundred on a coon. And then she, she treated a coon for a quarter and a hundred. Um, and we didn't do anything else. She made a circle three after that, but, but in all fairness, if she don't put that and she was about to catch him, she don't put him in the den. He's on the outside. She wins. And if John, I, I got the judge to hear me when the six could have caught me and I could restrike and tree. You follow me yep. for a hundred and a hundred. Yep. I, I, I got brain dead and I got, so you, I thought you, I had lots of time in this cast. <laughs> you talked him into hearing the dog. <laughs> a juke joined a club, a dance club. Yeah. And she was in there at that dance club. You got to understand we had like 50 minutes left in this hunt at this time. And I'm like, I need to get a truck tree, get in there, get her, get her, get out, her off. Yeah. It, it, and what happened was, it was a long, it was like a mile across this, this hay field that had been mowed. Yeah. So I thought, man, we're going to be 215 minutes. Well, I, when the, I tell the judge, walk up here, and he hears her, and I strike her and tree her, if I just let the six catch her and then do that, I'm 100 and 100. Yep. You know, and nobody would ever question anything. You, you know, but I didn't. My brain wasn't thinking. My brain's like, man, I'll get another coon tree. Well, what I didn't know, we walked about 200 yards, and we come to beans, and I know I ain't tall, but these beans were taller than my chest. Hmm. And we had to go across the beans, which took, instead of a 10-minute walk, it took 40 minutes. Yeah. And by the time I got to and got her scored, I was out of time. I had like three minutes left. And if, and you're, in the, if you're in there for 200, the you're happy them beans are there. Oh, if I'm in there for 200, I'm falling in the beans. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm falling in holes. I'm, faking I'm, I'm a, faking a heart attack. attack. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, my gosh, beans got me, Bo. The beans have got my arms yep. are holding me down. I <laughs> That's think right. possessed beans out here. You know, y'all please help me up. Yep. I can't walk. Y'all taller <laughs> bigger than me. I got to stop taking breath. But, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I told Yant the next day. I called him. I said, you know, I should have won. He goes, how do you figure? I said, well, I, I could have won that thing. He goes, tell me how you could have won. I said, well, you tell me how I could have won. He said, I don't know of a way. I said, well, he said, that then. I said, no, forget the dead. And I told him, he said, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're dead on, you know. So yep. anyway, I wrote that in my little book as a memory. Just yep. don't do not do that no more. Always and, uh, learning, ain't we strict? We always learning, buddy. Yep. I, I keep notes and I keep them so I won't forget them. Everybody thinks I'm writing in that book for scores, and I do. But on the backside, it's all my little memory notes, you know. Yep. Got a yep. memory. But the, the damn Tom Brady had the thing on his wrist. We opened up and looked at the plate, yep. you know. I mean, they pay him a couple hundred million dollars, you know, just to see. And he can't remember, so I ain't no smarter than Tom Brady. <laughs> so I bought me one of them football things last week. Yeah. And I keep it on my wrist, and I just open up, look at the notes. For That's now. actually a pretty good laugh idea. When I break it out. Hey, yep. they're going to laugh when I break it out, but they just have to laugh and pay me at the end of the week. Hey, me and Casey Stollard were talking years ago. We was in the late round at the World Hunt, and I had lost track of the scores, which I never do. And he had took 50 minus early in the cast, and I thought he had me on the tiebreaker, and I tree my dog running at the end of the hunt, and I can't lose. I tree him at the end of the hunt with 10 seconds left. 
<laughs> if I'd have mm -hmm. had that little flipper and I'd have been keeping track of the scores better and I'd have been writing them down and writing notes like you did, I would have won that cast. Yep, that's right. That's exactly right. So they can they can laugh at anyway, you while you're going to the bank. <laughs> that's right. But George and Jacob really made me do something to this dog because I never would have. And she is a special yeah. once in a lifetime. What about and, what about this stable of dogs you got now? Because you know you still got some of Randy's dogs. You know with Lady and Dinah now, and you know there's Hobo and there's there's Paige still. You know she ain't going anywhere. And then there's Betty White. You're gonna have to hire a couple more I'll, handlers. Oh, I'm good on the handlers. <laughs> we just gonna, you know, ladies in heat right now. And yeah. We got Dinah and Paige and Betty and Jacob. Jacob's gonna, he's gonna have to take over on Betty more often. And, yeah. And Jeff will keep Hobo, I'm sure, or whatever. And, and then uh, I'll get, I'll get uh, he, Judas. I, I might just leave Judas on Dinah. Tell you the truth. Yeah. Uh, they're liking each other. I might just keep Paige and Lady at the house, you know, yep. and, and just kind of rotate them and, and whatnot. I don't, I don't know. Good uh, problem to have. What we're going to do there. Yeah, but they're, man, I've, I'm blessed. Somebody's blessed me right now because we sure do have a lot of nice dogs. Yeah. Um, you know, here, in, and they're females. And, you know, I'm kind of switched over like Croson. I'm a female man now. I'm, I'm getting that way I don't myself. Know that I'll ever buy it. I don't know that I'll ever buy another male dog to hunt in the hunts, honestly. Yep. No, I uh, think that's a lot of folks are getting that way. Yeah. Yeah, it's just easier. They're yep. just easier. They're not as classy, and it's not as push chest out and puff because they ain't got them big mouths most of the time, yep. and they ain't big, stocky, beautiful, stud-looking horses, but, boy, they sure are easier to win coon hunt. There's with. a lot less hassle. No fights, no pissing on everything, no you know no burn right. no burnout when they get older and you know we, they go to breeding right. females they don't get messed up and stuff like that you know there's a lot a lot to be said for hunting a female if you're going to do it long term yeah and, and like rick was like man they come in heat twice a year and i'm like well, you know what that's 42 days a year you need to probably take off and relax enjoy your family yeah honestly yeah no i agree uh, there's nothing better than getting a break with them females in heat sometimes <laughs> Because it ain't like back yeah. in the day, there's a, there's a hunt every weekend. That's right. You know? Exactly right. But As soon as but, they're out. But I got to, that's right. But I, I really got to give a, a lot of thanks to, to Jordan Mullen and Jacob Pennington. Yeah, they, definitely. Uh, they, they more or less made me do it. And, and I mean, that's kind of how it was. And then I really thought, man, after 30 days, I'd say, guys, you know, I just don't think she's got it. Or, or I just ain't got time or, or you know. But, but that ain't how it worked, and, and, and they're great people to be, to have hunting. And, and I can say, hey, we need to do this, and by God, they do it. Yep. And they don't, they don't uh, you know, they don't say they did it. They go and do it, yep. you know. Other than a truck man, Jordan Mullins is the worst truck man in the world. <laughs> He'll fall asleep on you and won't come around and get you. But but uh, if you can keep that dude awake, he'll do whatever you need him to do. You yeah. just got to keep him awake. You just have to get him extra caffeine or something. Oh, dude. He, we had the, me and Stallard's at the Nationals and the qualifier and it's in the hunt. That we're 1.7 miles from the truck on a gravel road, beautiful road. And Stallard said, man, that's going to be a long walk. He said, that's going to be a long walk, Whitland. And I said, <laughs> I said, I said, Jeff, we ain't walking nowhere. I got a truck, man. I'm yep. used to Doug. Doug Galbert's yep. the best in the world. Oh, yeah. When you, you Doug's hiding. Doug's lurking around the corner. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Doug's and, never uh, more than I 200 said, yards from you. 
when Nick hunts over by, you're lucky not to yep. get run over by Doug. That's right. <laughs> well, so, so my truck man, I said, he's going to come get us. You wait, and I call him no answer. I call him no answer. I call him no answer. We have to walk 1.7. <laughs> I load the dog in the truck. Light's coming across the field. I load the daggone dog in the truck, slam the tailgate, open the truck, and when I open the door, he's still snoring. Dude. He is not <laughs> And I'm like, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do next time just so we understand each other. I said, I will be putting a, a, a collar on your leg, on yeah. your ankle. There you go. And by God, if you don't answer my phone call, I'm going to shock you. <laughs> and you're going to wake up. You're going to see. You're going to wake up. But anyway. He, uh, I make him wear a shot collar now all the time when he's a truck man. Hey, that's just the cost he's, of doing business. Hey, he's he's done good since he wears the shot collar around his <laughs> Stays cap. awake. You know, he's uh. done really good. <laughs> he don't go to sleep no more. <laughs> Them's the boys that really wanted to win coon hunts with that dog right there. Yes, sir. Yep. He, I mean, he, he said, he come up with an idea. You know, you put a shot collar on me, you can shock me. And I'm like, that's a good idea, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're all for it, huh? <laughs> He said, well, how about Tony me first? I said, no, I'm just going to go continuously yeah. shot. There, yeah, there ain't no sense of easing them into it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, Strick. Oh, hey, I appreciate you joining me. I'm, me and the wife are still headed to Kentucky this week, so I'm going to holler at you when we get down there. All right, brother. Sounds good. I appreciate hey, it. Hey, congratulations to you to you and the gang and Betty on another good weekend, too. I'm happy for you. Well, we, we really – we really appreciate Joey, Joey Dog Food, and then the guys that own that thing, that owns it, you know, I mean, they're stepping up and, and doing what we need, and, and you're doing a good job carrying the torch for them. So I, I appreciate, appreciate it, everything you do, and thank you, buddy. Appreciate All right, it. you Bye. guys have a good one. Bye. You too. All right, see you, John. See you, Suzanne. All right, that is Mr. John Strickland with a cameo there by Suzanne, the brains of the operation. Uh Congratulations to them and the Betty White gang uh, for another fantastic weekend down at the Pro Sport Side-by-Side Hunt. Uh, remember, you guys tune in to Working Dog Wednesday tomorrow. We got a good one for you, and uh, we thank you for listening.